Welcome back to the Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of the Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about it in excruciating detail. This is page 940. I shook my head. I just thought you'd like it, I said. As for the loan, I brought out my purse and counted nine thick talents onto her desk. Well then, Debbie said, mildly surprised. It looks like someone had a profitable trip. She looked up at me. Are you sure you don't want to wait until after you've paid tuition? Already taken care of, I said. Davy made no move to take the money. I wouldn't want to leave you penniless at the start of the new term, she said. I hefted my purse in one hand. It clinked with a delightful fillness that was almost musical. Davy brought out a key and unlocked a drawer at the bottom of her desk. One by one, she brought out my copy of Rhetoric and Logic, my talent pipes, my sympathy lamp, and Denna's ring. She piled them neatly on her desk, but still didn't reach for the coins. You still have two months before your year and a day is up, she said. Are you sure you wouldn't prefer to wait? Puzzled, I looked down at the money on the table, then around at Davy's rooms. Realization came to me like a flower unfurling in my head. This isn't about the money at all, is it? I said, amazed it had taken me this long to figure it out. Davy cocked her head to the side. I gestured at the bookshelves, the large velvet curtain bed, at Davy herself. I'd never noticed before, but while her clothes weren't fancy, the cut and cloth were fine as any noble's. This doesn't have anything to do with money, I repeated. I looked at her books. Her collection had to be worth 500 talents if it was worth a penny. You use the money as bait. You lend it out to desperate folks who might be useful to you, then hope they can't pay you back. Your real business is favors. Davy chuckled a bit. Money is nice, she said, her eyes glittering. But the world is full of things that people would never sell. Favors and obligation are worth far, far more. I looked down at the nine talents gleaming on her desk. You don't have a minimum loan amount, do you? I asked, already knowing the answer. You just told me that, so I'd be forced to borrow more. You were hoping I'd dig myself a hole too deep and not be able to pay you back. Davy smiled brightly. Welcome to the game, she said as she began to pick up the coins. Thanks for playing. That's the page and the chapter. I'm Nick, reminding you that Canadians think they can do Scottish accents, but can't. <laughs> uh, well, I'm Jordana, reminding you that I don't even attempt them because of that reason and also others. And I'm Jeremy, saying that we might not be able to do them well, but we're going to do them regardless, as witnessed by our most successful comic export, Mike Myers. Yes, everyone, place your hand upon your heart, mm. as we do when we mention his name. The man yeah. who has taught the world that Scottish accents are extremely funny. True. <laughs> Look, he's not wrong. The The more I think about this page, the more I feel like Debbie really did sell his blood. <laughs> yeah, super weird, right? Like, wouldn't uh, to me, that would be the first thing on Quoth's Why mind. isn't now, it in the drawer? <laughs> like, to be fair, when I first read this, I didn't remember. Like, I, I don't recall being bothered by the fact that the blood is missing, but... On this read, obviously, I am. He didn't, she didn't return it, right? Like, it hasn't been returned. I know they had the fight over it, but it wasn't returned. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't believe so. I've looked up, you know, several, you know, cursory Googles confirm or seemingly confirm that the blood hasn't been returned. It's just that it's been overlooked here, that Quoth is too happy, which I guess is fine. Like, he's happy to see his friend... I don't know. It's weird. This is where I would invite the listeners to write in and say, what's the deal with the blood? Tell us if we're right or not. We don't want to do any more homework. (laughs) I mean, we can have a conversation about it, but I do think that this bears a a wider perspective. 
So what I what I think has happened and what I think is building up to is that what Jeremy said yesterday, that Davey, thinking he was dead and that it was harmless, sold his blood because it was very dear, right? We had learned in their fight that someone came offering a lot for the blood. And we know there are some things that she wants very, very badly, more than money. So if someone could offer her the blood, something that she really wanted for the blood, and it was harmless as far as she knew because Quoth was presumed dead, then there's no reason she wouldn't sell it off, right? Or and trade then, it for something, right? Since she wants to trade in favors and secrets and things like that. Exactly. So maybe that is why she uh, conspired to leave her place open because if Quoth goes, hey, where's my blood? She goes, oh, it's missing. Oh, no. It must, someone must have come in when I left my door open. Hmm. But Which, she didn't notice it was missing. She, because well, she knows it's missing because she gave it away. Yeah, but like she didn't, like she left her right. door open before that. So she could be like, oh no. Yeah, Jordana, what we're saying is like later on, because Quoth doesn't comment on either. Later on, Quoth's going to go, wait a minute, Devi, don't you still have my blood? I'd like that destroyed, please. And she's going to go, oh no. Remember that time that that my door was unlocked? Someone did break in and they took your blood. I'm so sorry. Okay, okay. I see it. Yeah, which seems a little crass for Devi, but I guess if she's if she's panicking, right? She's like, she thought this guy was dead, and he's got his, all his, like all the other stuff is the stuff he holds dear. I guess like this is also to me after the fight they had, I would think that both would be super, super like give me the give me the blood, give me the blood, Devi. But it seems like all this stuff is the stuff that he actually like something. It means something to him to have all this stuff, and the blood is just incidental. I think he's damn lucky that she hung on to this stuff too, because again, if the guy who I was holding his collateral because he took a loan out from me, if I, if the last thing I heard about him was that he died in a shipwreck nine months ago, I might have done something else with this stuff. I might not have felt an obligation to hang on to it. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. fair. Yeah, that's a good point. Who knows, really? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Who knows? But also the book's almost over, so we don't have time to get into those kind of complicated plot twists. Jordana and I talked about this when you were away, that like this is really the denouement of the book, this like last hundred pages. So I think Rothfuss is loath to introduce new problems for Quoth to, to have to wrestle with. It's mostly about like tying things up or like establishing a new status quo with, with his various friends and acquaintances. I also think there's a bit of setup happening in these sequences. There's a it's not just the new status quo, but also like these small events that pass unremarked in this book will be the catalysts of the various events in the next one. Yes, of course. You have to set up the status quo so that the status quo can then be disrupted. So you have to set up like a thing that can be disrupted or changed or or, or raise a question. But not just the status quo, like this this whole thing like, hey, you didn't you never gave me my my blood back. Like that could that's an event. That's not a status quo, but Anyway, I, I think we're we're more or less on the same tack here. Jordana, yes. Have you ever been on a tack? Uh, no. It was probably very pointy. Oh, that kind of tack. Yeah, definitely not. Well, have you ever ever been on the kind of tack that you have to do when the wind changes and you want to make your boat go in the same direction? Uh, sadly, yes. Yeah, that's right. Sailing, it sucks. Don't do it. It it truly <laughs> like I spent like a summer at sailing camp. It was sailing camp in the morning and tennis camp in the afternoon because it was the only camp that existed in like 
Ooh, yes, look at you. Okay, I know, Singing I know. Camp it sounds in the swanky. morning and camp in the afternoon. <laughs> it was Solomon, like a small bring town, me my sneakers. And this was like, this was summer camp. I don't know. It was like, I was staying with my aunt. I completely empathize with you. My parents sent me to many sailing camps because they really like sailing and wanted me to like it too. And all they did was entrench that I do not like sailing. Yeah, there was a lot of me getting flipped over into water and being just generally bad at sailing, which I think was kind of disappointing for my aunt because, like, she owned a sailboat and I think she wanted me to be good at sailing because they were good at sailing. (laughs) And, like, it would have been great if I actually had any talent for it, but I did not. I was also bad at tennis, so it really didn't work out. (laughs) I don't find it relaxing when at any moment, uh, if I'm not watching what I'm doing, I could get clonked on the head by like a six foot metal bar and get knocked into the briny deep. I mean Also have you ever tried to store a boat? Uh like my dad a has house? a boat and must and there must therefore must store it. Not all of us are so lucky as to have a boathouse. He just sits his in a trailer in a like I, a boat I have put a canoe under a tarp and uh chained it to a tree over the winter. Does that count? <laughs> it's a pain in the ass is is what we're saying. Yeah, what's what's the joke? The two happiest days of a boat owner's life are the day they buy the boat and the day they sell the boat. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's true for, like, fun boats, like canoes and kayaks, but... No? Okay, that face is telling me that you don't like canoes or kayaks either. <laughs> I would prefer a canoe to a sailboat, but I think I'd prefer a nice, pleasant motorboat to either of those. I don't know, I feel like uh, the, Wouldn't the we all a appreciate a, a pleasant awful. motorboat? <laughs> Well, if I'm rich enough to own a motorboat, presumably I'm rich enough to keep up with the wear and tear on it, too. I stand by kayak as the best boat. It's fine when it's someone else's boat. That's ideal. You want to have a friend who has a boat. You don't want to own a boat. Mm, Much like a cottage, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Anything else, Jordana? Is it the end of the chapter? Did we do that? that (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I'm sorry. Allow me to flip through this because I didn't do my okay. While you're flipping through, is Quoth thick? Is Quoth thick for not finish, figuring this out about Debbie no. sooner? We no. didn't figure it out until this read. We literally had to live his life twice to figure it out. Yeah, this is one of those premises that we have kind of been operating on as though we understand it because we've read this book before, but Quoth hasn't read this book before. This is the first time he's living this life. Well, that was his mistake. It was not reading the book before living it. Okay, this chapter was called Bloodless uh, in reference to the arrow catch that Quoth makes and then gets turned into the Bloodless at the earlier part of this chapter. And it's also the fact that Devi's <gasps> face... Oh my god, Devi is bloodless! Devi has no blood! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Devi doesn't have the blood, it's bloodless, holy shit! You scoop me, Jordana. <gasps> okay. uh, I was gonna... I, well, I was doing a bit where I was like, oh yeah, she goes pale upon seeing him and her face is bloodless, but yes, you're 100% right. There's no blood! There's no blood! Where's the blood? Where's the blood? Give me the blood, Lord, and let me get away. This joke will never cease to be funny. Uh, I made it yesterday, when, or two days ago when Jerry wasn't here, and I'm going to make it again. Uh, that's a good movie, and everyone should be quoting it all the time. It's very quotable. As a wise man once told me, there is power, power, wondrous power in the blood, in the blood. Okay. Yeah, all, all, my, all, my, all my pals in the Camarilla be saying that. <laughs> Uh, listeners will induct you into the all my coterie be saying that <laughs> yeah coterie goals listeners will induct you into the dread camarilla on tomorrow's page of the win.